Gentlemen and children of all ages, it is time for that time of the week. It is time for us to discuss horror films in our show that we like to call Horror for Dummies. And we are a show that comes to you weekly, and we like to teach a thing or two to a dumb guy, a mushroom guy, about the genre we love. I'm your host, Tim, and with me is the lovable dummy himself. He has the memory of an elephant, and he recalls one time he went to the zoo and he saw an elephant. His name is Mushroom. <laughs> and you can call him Mushroom. I like that so much. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> what up, redundant currency? Um, what's going on? Uh, not much. One not much. Coin. Very good. Um, yeah, no, this week's kind of been meh. Nothing, nothing exciting has happened. My excitement the, happened last the, uh, week. Metallica cover album gone. Uh, what? <laughs> the garage days. Oh, that's right. Yes, because I'm yeah. recording from my garage now because my podcast studio is overcome with mold that mm. I'm not allowed to clean up because the real estate want to fucking check it out, um, and they're what taking they, their fucking they, time. The, the the Beastie Boys circa like 2002 or something. Yeah. Yes, they're all still alive, so yeah. <laughs> I think that's right. I'm going to look that up. Okay, you look that up. Anyway, welcome to the Horror for Dummies show, the show that provides the funny while teaching the dummy, and maybe yourself, something about the films we love. This is episode 197, and on this episode, we have a lot to talk about, because we are talking about Evil Dead 2. Anyway, Evil Dead 2, we're reviewing that movie on this show. And on our Raw review, um, Luffy had a chance to go see Morbius. And I just flat out refused. Absolute pleasure. (laughs) I... (laughs) We'll get to that. I flat out refused to go see Morbius because I know for a fact it's not a horror film. Also, I have a bonus review. (gasps) I know. That movie you said that was shit that I watched. Oh, The Spine of Night. Yeah, the cartoon one. Okay, okay. So you got that to talk about. Yeah, I'm. I'm also going coming in with some with two things as well. <gasps> two thing. Yep. I'm going to talk more about Creep Show, the TV series. Just a okay. little bit. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. And my raw review is called "The Exorcism of God." <gasps> that sounds hectic. We'll get to it. We will get to it. But um, unless you've got anything more to say that's interesting and not just you going, um, um, we'll get into the show, yeah? Um. All right, so <laughs> let's jump. I knew you were going to do it. That's why I cut you off, you Damn motherfucker. It. 
Uh, what's everyone's favorite um, video game controller? It's not question of the week time, motherfucker. No, I'm doing that thing where I store the show for like 15 minutes. On to the podcast spotlight for this no. week. What? You don't want to learn about a new horror podcast? Is that what you're saying? No, it just... No, it wasn't that. I just... I like... I liken this first bit to really just do a good stall for a while. Why? Why? Is it because you watched Morbius and it was shit and you don't want to talk about it? Is that why you're trying to stall us? No, I definitely want to fucking talk about Morbius. But like... No, I just like stall... You know, just like... Talking about other stuff, like like regional foods or like roller coasters. You know, there's more to life than than just horror things. Like, all right, well, um, we'll maybe we could like get into politics or no, no, like some no, animal rights stuff. No, no, no. Um, we are not a political podcast. We do no, not have the brain capacity to talk about that. Maybe like I don't know some like audiophile stuff like some like people's favorite speak if they got like favorite valves for some of their favorite speakers and you, things like that do you want to talk yeah. about do you want to talk about something real life horror is that what you want to talk about okay tim okay let me talk about something real life horror this coming monday i'm going to the easter show scary enough oh, for shit. you <laughs> yeah man you're not even the right color for that at least i'll be sort of okay <laughs> Do you want to fill everyone in with with what the Easter show is and what happened? Yeah, it's uh, uh, I don't actually know. I don't watch the news, man. Uh, I just know sort of. Uh, so the Easter show is, I guess, like, um, it's a festival of Easter. Yeah, it's like everyone goes there. There's like stalls and things. Farmers like bring all their fucking best crops and shit and they'll do like a big display there's a big food court food dome thing which is like my favorite because i get to taste all the things it's pretty good that bit Uh, you get like show bags and stuff it's where you get your dagwood dogs and your lemonade um and oh there's aminals and you go on the the paddle pop aminal walk and you get to smell all the stinky pigs and stuff and sheeps and look at the, and look at the owls. I think there's owls. There's no owls. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> there's birds. Yeah, there's birds flying in the sky. There's no no sun. There's chickens. Yeah, oh, chicken. Yeah, chickens are flightless birds. They don't <laughs> yeah, count. But they're there, and then you can go to the art things, and um, yeah, look at their art, and then make fun of the old ladies who spent fucking what seems like hundreds of hours like putting together these intricate things that I just giggle at basically what it is just to cut Luffy short because he'll keep running with this until it's like two hours it's a farm and agricultural agricultural (sighs) yep yeah it's basically like this big huge fucking carnival that's like times 20 it's got rides and all this crazy shit clowns yeah, unfortunately, there's no cool clowns. <laughs> um, so that's what it is, and it happens every year here in New South Wales, Australia. It, it's a it's, good time. It's fun. I fucking love it. Um, yeah, I love the Easter show, man. It's like really, it's like farm and southern shit, like shit that I love, filled with like oh, dirty fucking carnival food and rides. And I just, I like, I usually go there and do like 
I'll go see all the animals, like the owls and shit, <laughs> and snakes, and like, and I'll also snakes. <laughs> go see the art and shit, and then I'll like go like spend so long in the food dome just eating everything. That's yeah, that's what I do. Like my kids love the rides, but I besides the ghost train, the horror rides, I don't want to go on any rides because I'm scared of heights. And I've all legit of the- never been on any of the rides. Really? No. Because, like, alright, so when you go to, like, somewhere like Wonderland in the 90s, because this shit doesn't... When you, when you go to an actual theme park, it's put together, it's maintained, right? Yeah. This shit gets knocked up and knocked down so many fucking times. What happens this kind of, like... He's just like, man, I can't be fucked with the screw today. He's just like, that'll do. Like that, so that episode in The Simpsons, where that guy's like, oh, I don't feel like it. Yeah, man. I don't yeah. know. I don't trust the ride. You look at a man, they've got like four teeth that they share between them, you know? Like, it's not... Yeah. Like, this, this is why I don't like going on the heights ride. Like... Yeah, dude. The ghost train's fine yeah. because it's like a little go-kart on a track. And then if that breaks, yeah. or what, you it, fall you fall out of the out. go-kart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just get out of fucking step out of the cart. Kind of. Although I will say that the ghost train has been severely disappointing the last few years. You pay really? like you pay like the most money for the ghost train, and it's like one actor in the whole thing, and he just he looks like he just has he hates his life because he, he just jumps comes out. out and he's like I'm Papa Emeritus or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out in the shower. And he's like blah blah blah. I was like, wow. Just he's just like rats. <laughs> <laughs> just does some da- dancing. <laughs> Sorry, I really love my like ghost train. <laughs> I love that you make yourself laugh. Anyway, okay, so basically the East, that's what the Easter show is. Uh, yeah. A couple of days ago, some dude got stabbed there and died. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and this has got no- fun. And this has got nothing to do with like the ghost train or the horror elements to it. This is just kids being kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know how children are. Yep. 15-year-old kid didn't like another 15-year-old kid and just stabbed him. Dead. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know if he's dead. Did he die? Yeah, he died. He's oh, dead. deadly stabbing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Shit. he Thank- died and, like, someone him. else is injured. And, like, every time I tell people I'm going to the Easter show, they're like, oh, are you sure? Be careful. I'm like, oh, my God. One dude got stabbed. It's not like it's a, a daily occurrence. Yeah. Hey, Luke. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. It was kind of fucked up, but like, it was just kids doing a fight and one of them was a fucking dumbass and brought a knife. Yeah. Because kids, you know what? Kids these days, you know what really grinds my gears? What grinds your gears, Tim? Kids these days. (laughs) End of story. (laughs) That's right. How is it like, because I've only ever been like, when I was a kid and when I was an adult, how is it like taking children? Because that sounds like a nightmare. Uh, We did it last year. We didn't have my youngest daughter, who was like minus one at the time. Um, mm. But the other two kids, they loved it. They were just like mind blown. It was the best thing for him. This okay. year, this year we are taking my youngest, who's like almost two. But we've got she my like in it. my in laws coming as well. Oh, okay, so a little like divide and conquer shit. Yeah, so like four adults to three kids. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and my <laughs> my, my youngest, she'll she'll fall asleep. Halfway through it. Yeah, so. just like I do. Yeah, yeah. 
I just realized what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just find a fucking stroller that someone's wheeling, just jump in it. Just fall asleep in that fountain. <laughs> mushroom tired. <laughs> mushroom sleepy. <laughs> nap nap for mushroom. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to the fucking show. No more... No Significantly more, derail. <laughs> no more ghost train derails. Huh? See what I did there? <laughs> yeah. So the podcast spotlight for this week, we're going to learn about a new podcast that I just started listening to. We're talking about one called Spooky Tuesdays. When insert, insert mushroom stupid line right now. <laughs> and he just, he beat me to it. Um... <laughs> Spooky Tuesdays is a weekly horror movie podcast hosted by three girls who love fake blood, making everything gay, and Matthew Lillard. They're breaking down all of our favorite slushes, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. Hosted by Monica Height, Chelsea Duff, and Sydney Thompson. Yo, Tuesdays ain't scary. That's when you get cheap movie tickets. Yeah, but that's when all the fucking little kids go out to the cinemas. You know what oh, really shit. grinds that's my dangerous. gears? You know what grinds my gears? children kids these days <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> so this is a podcast um spooky tuesdays that mm-hmm. i heard about because our friends over on the horror returns shout out to the horror returns another podcast that you should check out um hey. they they advertised them and also spotify found these guys for me um okay. i was just going through you know how spotify gives you suggestions of things you should listen to yeah this came up yeah. It was like colorful, like it's little cover art thing. And I'm like, ooh, mm. okay. And it's hosted by three girls. And I usually like like female-led horror podcasts because Yeah, I, like, I always think, yeah, females give like an interesting perspective on shit because yeah. like, the, 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 like, let's be real, the horror fucking community and like producers and directors and shit, predominantly male. Pretty much. And yeah. so it's like, it's, it's a very male point of view behind the camera on the screen. So it's cool to see like girls takes on different stuff, women's takes on different stuff. That's right. For example, I listened to two, two episodes of theirs and one of their shows, they reviewed the movie Fresh. Remember that movie mm-hmm. we, we reviewed a few yeah, weeks ago? I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And it was cool because like three women and hearing their perspective on that film, especially the beginning of that film with the whole blind Tinder dating scene. Yeah, yeah. It was cool because they like spoke stories about like their worst dates and stuff like that. I thought that was super interesting because I like hearing about creepy dudes. Um, but the other episode I checked out, and this might... <laughs> That's a creepy dude. <laughs> <laughs> the other episode I checked out, which might float your boat, uh, like they, they did it... <laughs> <laughs> well, you like this boat because they review oh, yeah, yeah. they review the movie Anaconda. Oh shit, that's a good movie. It, well, <laughs> and they went deep with their thoughts and they did their homework with the film and pulled facts out that I've either forgotten or never knew. That's pretty cool. It is. Um, plus, they make the show super hilarious, so yeah. that that works as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, funny, good. Yeah, yeah. All I've got. So spooky, Even then it's wavering. spooky Tuesdays is a show that you should give a go. And if you do tell them that the dummy sent you the yeah, horror like, for dummies, the horror for dummies. Yeah. Soon right. to be rebranded. Maybe we'll see. No, we're not talking about that anymore. And, and <laughs> end of joke. Yeah. They haven't, they <laughs> haven't said anything more and I'm not doing it. 
It's been horror for dummies for almost five years now. I'm keeping it that way. Yeah, more like don't cease and continue. Yeah, take that, mushroom bitch. And that's the bottom line, because mushroom said so. Yeah, but I just drink like sodas. (laughs) (laughs) But I get all sticky. Yeah, so do I. Yucky. So is my wife. All right, you ready for question of the week? (laughs) Question of the week. So the question of last week was, who is your favorite final person? Yeah. See what I did there? All right. Yeah, you made it gender neutral. Who are they? (laughs) Can you shut up? (laughs) Let me fucking read it. I have to. Okay, sorry. All right. Darren Wilson is our first answeree. Hey, boss. No, for fuck off. (laughs) Every single fucking time. (laughs) Darren Wilson. (laughs) From the Psychosemantic podcast. We spoke about them last week. He's the guy that does all the memes and shit. Yes, that's right. (laughs) You're learning. I know. Yeah. Apologies, Darren. Darren, Darren, no, it's not. Oh oh my fucking god! (laughs) Darren, apologies. Mushroom is—he's had too many fucking diet cokes. Um, all right. He says, "Team me up." (laughs) Usually, I got to go with Ripley, and then he says, "Favorite final cat, Clovis or Jonesy?" Dude, definitely Jonesy. Jonesy for sure. What? What are these from? Um, Jonesy is from. Aliens. Oh, oh, like an actual cat. Yeah, like a cat. Not um, like a swinging. <laughs> no, like yeah. Jonesy's okay. from Alien, and Clovis okay. is the cat from Sleepwalkers. Okay, that's cool. Yep. Um, Scott Crawford. <gasps> Fuck. He says I would have to say Ash Williams and Ellen Ripley are tied for me. Nice. Interesting. Um, Matt Wood. Just posted a picture of Godzilla. <laughs> He's not. Yeah, I guess so. He's not a person. Not a person. <laughs> I mean, oh, we're, we're assuming it's gender, so we should. Yeah, sorry, they're they're not a person. Uh, Zim Vader. Good old Zim. He just yeah. says you're next. So I don't know if he's like threatening us or if he's meaning like the girl from your next. I he's feel like he's. Yeah, he's probably threatening us. He's a very violent dude. He, those Vaders, I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> they're, sca- they're scary. They're packed with violence. <laughs> I'm not an orphan kid. You can't kill me, Mr. Vader. <laughs> um, and lastly, Alison May Ferguson says, Greta from The Boy. Okay, interesting. She says, I that was going to say old mate from that vampire show again. Oh. <laughs> Apologies, Allison. I still haven't watched it yet. I'm sorry. Um, Allison says Greta from The Boy. That was an nice. awesome movie. The ending was such a good twist. And Zim Vader comment on that and says Solid. <laughs> Does do you mean Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> Snake. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone that participated in that question of the week. I've got a doozy this time because I was wrapping my mind on what fucking question to ask and and the 
there was a question that just went bananas. That fucking everyone participated in. And it had to do with food. Because the mushroom just fucking is obsessed with food. I mean, you oh, should shit. see him. He's a big fat cunt. I'm huge. <laughs> Can't you hear the burkers in me voice? <laughs> <laughs> so the question of this or next week is, if you were given the death penalty, what would be your last meal? Oh, fuck. You can, choose, you can choose anything in the world. I want the switch to the electric chair. Haha. Now what are they going to do? I, <laughs> I ate it. Can't do it now. What? I, I, I'm not following what you're saying at all. The switch, they got to flip. I want that. Oh, you want to eat the switch? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they don't do that anymore. They give you a fucking injection. I want to eat that. Oh, no, I killed myself. <laughs> Um, Damn it! <laughs> and, and so honestly, I'm I'm curious because this one oh. is a I'd need like a 24 hour period. It depends how I'm feeling. You know, one day I might like a full Texas barbecue. Another day I might want KFC. Um, what are the rules? Can I have a week? <laughs> Can I come back and answer with everybody else? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me. Um. You no. You'll you'll forget in like an hour, and then we'll yeah. come to next week and you'll be like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'll come up with it in five minutes in the last five minutes, like I always do. Yeah, you will. You will. But but I will write it down somewhere. Uh, you, okay, well, what do I get like a breakfast, lunch, dinner situation? No, it's last or meal. It's just last meal. Okay. Last meal. Jesus, fucking picky last over meal. here. I don't know what, yeah, like, it's a big decision. If you search, I murdered a lot of kids. If you <laughs> You're not fucking Vader. If you if you searched up like the women, people's and the children too. If you searched up people's last meals, some of the yeah. like some They're of the options, good. yeah, like there was a dude that ate pages from the Bible. That was like his fucking last meal. That's metal ass. <laughs> it is. But Fuck there are yeah. others. There are others that are like, oh yeah, that's a good choice actually. Last Ta- meals, taters and mash. <laughs> See, I'd probably go full southern, like fucking smoked brisket with cornbread, and then I'd be eating the cornbread, and I'd be like, "You want some cornbread, Mister Jingles? <laughs> you want some cornbread, Mister Jingles?" And the security guard would be like, "Who are you talking to?" And I'd be like, "There's Mister Jingles over there. <laughs> you can't have any Mister Jingles." Fuck, I don't know, man. Shit. Last meal. You can have anything in the world. Still on that, everyone, get your answers to us next time. No, I'm curious. Stew. Okay, you, you you can tell us next time, and uh, I'm curious to read your answers. Fuck. This is a good one because it relates to Easter, because like Easter's like now, and yeah. everyone eats a lot in Easter's, especially those Greeks. I wish I was Greek. <laughs> Yasu. They have so much fuck. I've been to a Greek Easter before, and it was so good. It was so fucking good. So yeah. I had a whole lamb on a spit. Oh, scorty. Anyway. Uh, so some last meals. Uh, you got John Wayne Gacy, famous clown, uh, pedophile murderer dude. Um, uh, put to death by lethal injection at age of 52. Uh, his last meal was 12 fried shrimp, shrimp, uh, a bucket of original KFC. Hell yeah. Original recipe KFC, French fries, and a pound of strawberries. Interesting, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Timothy McVeigh, the American terrorist behind the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, you don't need to know what they did or who, how old they were. Oh, okay. Uh, two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Huh. Which doesn't mean anything to me because I don't know what a pint is. I guess the tub, right? <laughs> Pint's like a glass. Uh, a Ricky big, Ray a big Rector. Glass. Okay, yeah. Ricky Ray Rector. Uh, for his last meal, he wanted steak, fried chicken, cherry Kool-Aid and pecan pie. Uh, although he left the pecan pie behind, uh, telling a guard he was saving it for later. That doesn't make sense. It's a joke. <laughs> he funny. And the cops were like, "We took it took us four <laughs> hours to make this." <laughs> uh, Stephen Anderson had two grilled cheese sandwiches, a pint of cottage cheese, and peach pie and chocolate chip ice cream and radishes. Uh, strange. Okay. Uh, one dude declined it. That's not fun. Uh, Ronnie Lee Gardner requested steak, lobster tail, apple pie, vanilla ice cream, and to eat it all while watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to have a last something, picking something that's like four years long, it's probably <laughs> yeah. a fucking smart move. I'd choose the Ooh. entire Jaws franchise. I like the Ted Bundy one. Um, steak cooked medium rare, eggs over easy, hash browns, toast with butter and jelly, milk and juice. Just a straight up big breakfast with steak. Why aren't any of these people like, um, unless you're not allowed to, like I'd be getting like a bottle of Jack Daniels. Uh, don't know. Maybe, maybe some people do, just not in these ones. Maybe you're not allowed to. Maybe it's like drinking before getting a tattoo. Like you shouldn't do it. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm trying to find good ones because it's all just like pretty standard. And what? Uh, there are some people yeah. that like decline. That's weird. Like, why wouldn't you want a final meal? I don't know. You're probably real sad about being put to death. I, I can eat at any circumstance. Ain't gonna stop me, man, that much. Yeah, but there's some, there's some examples for you. Interesting. I like it. I like it a lot. I like right. it a lot. Enough about food. Let's get into fucking horror movies. Are you ready to talk about The Evil Dead? Two. My apologies. Just Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2. Hells yeah, I am. Good. It's time for feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Four years ago, in this quiet forest, in this cozy cabin, something happened. Something so frightening. Something so deadly. Something so evil. We prayed it would never happen again. Now, from the theater of Evil Dead comes Evil Dead 2. Ah! 
dead, too. Dead. By dawn. Alright, with well, that being said, it's Evil Dead time. And here we are. We are talking about the second entry into the Evil Dead franchise. Evil Dead, released in 1987, the year of my birth, uh, comes in at an hour and 24 minutes and has a score on IMDb of 7.7 out of 10, which is higher than the first one and pretty high for this film. Mm. So, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, it's called, uh, is a comedy horror film directed by Sam Raimi. It is a sequel to 1981 horror film, The Evil Dead. The film is written by Raimi and Scott Spiegel, who was also the writer for Intruder from 1989 and from Dust Till Dawn 2, Texas Blood Money from 1999, which I did not know existed. Uh, he also has appeared in Raimi's films as extras and done other projects. Evil Dead 2 was produced by Robert Tuppett and stars Bruce Campbell as Ash. Everyone knows who Bruce Campbell is. Don't need to go into it. Sarah Berry as Annie. Uh, her Sarah Berry's only other credit... Literally, the only other film that she's done was Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Uh, we have Dan can we Hicks. Do Chud one day? Yeah, we can. Yeah, that'd be cool. Dan Hicks as Jake. He he was in a little bit. He was in Maniac Cop, Dark Man, Wishmaster. Uh, he died in 2020, age 68. He was that dude that was fixing the car that, like, with the one with the overalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We have Macy Wesley. Depravia as Bobby Joe. She was in three, Joe. She was in three hundred and forty three episodes of Days of Our Lives as different characters. Did you it was probably, Did you know I was like fucking like Oh my evil sister <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Did you know that I, I I saw that fact and I'm like, huh, Days of Our Lives. I remember that show. Because my mum used to always watch it. I'm guessing your mum used to watch it as well. Uh, someone did. <laughs> did you know that... Take a stab. How many episodes to date do you reckon there are of Days of Our Lives? Here's okay. trivia for you. I want to see how close you can get. Hundred. <laughs> like, you mean like 1,200? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Higher. No, I was like, I'm going to way overshoot it and just see what happens. You, I was shocked when I saw the number of how many episodes of Days of Our Lives have been released. 4,000. You're not even in the ballpark, man. Really? Yeah. Do you want, it, do you want me to just tell you? How many Days of Our Lives have there been? How many Days there, of My Life has there been? There have been. <laughs> there have been. And yeah. this is just on IMDb Trivia, so it might be more now. There have been... 16,111 episodes of Days of Our Lives. 16,000. Over. I'm just, I want to work out if, if they've had more Days of Life or if I've had more Days of Life. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, I'm sure you can search that. But, 365 times... Well, it's not always 365. Uh. <laughs> But that, that show's been going on since 1965. 34 times. Shush, do your maths in yourself. Days of Our Lives have been going since 1965. That's fucking had- crazy. Okay, I did 34 times 365.25 for the leap year, you penis. Okay. 
12,418.5 days I've lived. Wow. So days of our lives beats you. As of next week. There you go. Yeah. There's more days of our lives than I've days of life. Hey, I've got a question for you. Just a quick question. What's your favorite, what's your favorite between days of our lives, young and the restless and bold and the beautiful? I look, you have, you have to, you have to choose one. I can pick. Um, I don't know. I've got nothing to choose. Like I didn't really watch any of them. I have a favorite. I never watched any of them, but I remember the like intro song because my mum used to always watch them. That was like nap time when I heard the music for me when I was a kid. <laughs> Go to bed, Tim. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. fucked. <laughs> Young and the Restless was my favorite one, just for the theme song. Yeah, yeah. I, probably Days of Our Lives then, because I remember like. Like sand through the de- the hourglass, blah yeah. blah blah blah. These are the days of our lives. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Anyway, Richard Domir as Ed. <laughs> he was like the blonde haired guy in this movie. He was in Teen Wolf, unfortunately, and Die Hard Two, <laughs> Die Harder, which still makes me laugh. It's called that. Anyway, so if you don't know what Evil Dead Two is, the story basically. Ash vacations with his girlfriend to a remote cabin in the woods. He discovers an audio tape of recitations from a book of ancient texts, and when the recording is played, it unleashes a number of demons which possess and torment him. So, Luffy, I know what you're thinking right now. You're probably thinking, Tim, how did Evil Dead 2 come to be? And I'll Uh, tell you. uh, Tim? Yeah? How did Evil Dead 2 come to be? See, I fucking can read minds. You're so good. Well, after the critical and commercial failure of Crime Wave from 1985, Raimi, Tappet, and Campbell began work on a sequel to the Army of Dead, sorry, to the Evil Dead, at the insistence of their publicist, Irvin Shapiro. Having endorsed the original film, author Stephen King brought the project to the attention of producer Dino DeLaurinaitis with whom he had been making his directorial, directorial debut, Maximum Overdrive, from 1986. D. Laurinaitis approved to pro- provide financial backing and assisted the filmmakers a considerably larger budget than they had worked with the original film. Although Raimi had devised a premise set in the Middle Ages and involving time travel, D. Laurinaitis requested that the film be similar to its predecessor. Evil Dead 2 oh, yeah. was shot in Wavesboro, North Carolina, and Detroit, Michigan in 1986, and featured extensive stop-motion animation and prosthetic makeup effects created by a team of artists that include Mark Shostrom, Greg Nicotero, Robert Kurtzman, and Tom Savini. The latter of the hey. who... The, Tom, Savini, Tom Savini returned from the original film. The finished film was released in the United States on March 13th, 1987. Due to its high level of violence, like The Evil Dead, it was widely acclaimed by critics, with praise being reserved for its humour. Rami's directional, sorry, direction and Campbell's performance, but despite being given a somewhat limited release, it was a minor box office success, grossing just under $6 million in the US alone. Nice. It's alright, like, it made its budget back, but it didn't do as anywhere near as the original did. So. Still better. Yeah. Alright, so. Or, uh, you think. 
So I kind of know where you're coming in with this movie. I can basically predict what your score is going to be. Do you want me to tell you what your score is? Yeah, it's going to be super tricky, but go on. It's a 10 out of 10 for you. Yeah. (laughs) I am a fucking mind reader. I'm a genius. You're so good at this. Who would have thought my favorite horror movie ever would get a 10 out of 10? So go on. Explain why you love this movie so much. Why is this your Jaws? Why is this my Jaws? I don't know. It just... Wow. Wow. You can't yeah, explain why it's your right, favorite. let's go on to Raw. <laughs> what do you give it? Continue. <laughs> I give it a seven, but we'll go on. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's gross. You're gross. Yuck. Yuck, Tim. Yucky poo. Um, why do I love it? It just... Okay, so I was a little bit worried going into this, to be real. Yeah? Because it, it had been a hot minute in Evil Dead 2 time. Like, I used to watch this all How hot? the time. How hot? Like, Pamela Anderson hot, hot, hot or Alexandria Daddario hot? Um, Not Daddario hot. So not very hot. Yeah, like a few years. Like, maybe like five or six years. Okay. Like, it, 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 it's it been a little while. Just- I... Yeah, I don't think I've I've watched it. I think the last time I watched it was on the DVDs that I had, so it's like a while ago. Okay. Um. So I was I was legit worried that like I'm like maybe I like maybe I like Evil Dead more than Evil Dead Two. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I went into it like a bit. I'm like, is this still my favorite horror movie of all time? And so I put it on and then just instantly, like just seeing Ash do his Ash shit and just the gore and the hand and the performances and the fucking music and the hokey fucking claymation and the screaming and the blood and the green blood and the fucking deadites and just it just it's so good just everything about it just makes me fucking smile it's so funny it's so gory it's so campy like Bruce Campbell just acts the absolute fucking shit out of it and the shots are so cool like I don't know it tickles me it warms my heart it makes me feel Nice. It's just, it's like my fucking comfort food movie. Like, I just, I love watching this fucking movie. Like, it, I wanted, I was extremely upset I had to wait till next week to finish Army of Darkness so I could go back and watch this one again and then watch Army of Darkness again. But you're going to do them both in a row. I wanted to watch this again, but I have to, I felt like I had to watch Army of Darkness. Ah, gotcha. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. Because I hadn't seen both of them so long, and I felt bad, like, not watching <laughs> Army of Darkness first and then watching this again. And then just, like, when he says groovy and shit, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> BC, the things you do to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I have a question. Yes. Um, I remember reading somewhere when I was a kid and I don't know if this is true, 
and I, I don't know if I can find anywhere where it says it's true, so I don't know if it is true anymore, but that Evil Dead 2 is basically like Ash's retelling of what happened in Evil Dead 1. So is that a true fact that you looked up or whatever, or do you not know? So are you basically asking if this is a remake or a sequel? Yeah, well, like, I heard that the, like, all the kids in school were saying, like, that this was a, um, like, a reimagining. Like, it's like, basically the story is, Ash is telling everybody what happened in the first movie and make himself out look to look like the hero. I get, I get you. I get you. Um, so I'll get to, I'll, I'll answer your question in a second, but basically okay. this, this stems into another question that is often asked by fans and, and people around. Is this a remake or a sequel? Um, because it, it's, it is, it does look like Ash is telling his story to make himself the hero. The, the answer is that this is a sequel. Um, okay. The starting of this movie starts with like Ash and his girlfriend going to the cabin, and yeah. the reasoning is um, that I have my notes. Um, the they, they planned on basically what they had planned is they they were going to show, show like a little recap of what happened in Evil Dead One. Yeah, and but then they don't do that. They don't. There's a reason. Just give me a second. But. Yeah. At the end of Evil Dead 1, we see, like, the... What would you call it? The demon... The camera trick. The, the trick. That's the meant dead to be the, Yeah, like, the camera... The, the POV focus of the demons that's storming yeah. through the woods. They, they see that, like, grab... Like, go straight grab into them. Ash. And that's how that movie ends. Yeah. Where this movie is technically meant to start is where that demon grabs Ash and, like, flies him through the sky. Right? Yeah. All that previously... It was meant to be like a recap of the first one, but the rights to show the scene from the original could not be obtained. Could not be obtained to recap what happened because oh yeah, yeah dumb things. So fucking studios, garbage, whatever. I know, I know. So the beginning was remade to explain how Ash got to the cabin, which, quite honestly, I don't really think we needed. Like, why didn't no. they just start it? From where the first one left off. Yeah. Okay. Like, it, it would start, so, everyone's seen the first one, it's like, okay, all these friends are dead, he's there alone. So the it is It is the next one with a new girlfriend. Well, it's meant to be, it's meant to be the same girl from the, from the first. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously they couldn't get the same actress, so, yeah. Because it was the same girl, and isn't everybody in the cabin except for like Billy Joe and all those people, like the same... As his friends, or, that's, or am I re- remembering it wrong? That's what I thought, but I didn't see... Let, let me just get one. Because the blonde guy, I'm sure he was in the first Evil Dead. But let me just let me just double check so I don't look like an idiot. Yeah, no, he's not. It's not the same guy. It's not... It, it's not... It's not... Maybe not the same guy, but isn't it supposed to be the same character? No. No, okay, alright. No, they're well, maybe meant to be I, separate characters. Maybe it was just a fucking theory I cooked up in my own head or read somewhere on the internet. No, no, because... <laughs> People and, do have that theory? Well, okay, this is this is where I come into my thoughts on the film as well. Um, it, it, once again, for me, it's been a fucking long time since I watched this. A yeah. long time. And from what I can remember, 
going into this film is that basically this is Ash alone by himself for the majority of the film. I didn't I didn't actually remember anyone else being in this film besides his girlfriend at the start. Yeah. Um and I and I've heard so many people talk about this film saying is it a remake? Is it a sequel? And giving giving their um, perspective on the film. Yeah. And then once the film kind of kept going, I kind of put two two and two together and thought, okay, this is what they... And then I read the fact that they couldn't obtain the rights from the first movie. Mm. I kind of thought, okay, they've done that as like a recap to remind people like the whole previously on The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, on, on the, the Evil Dead. Fuck me. Um, they've done that as kind of that, and then the movie starts. The, the real movie starts. Mm. But that's kind of one of my nitpicks in this movie. Why did we get that opening scene with Ash, like, cutting his girlfriend's head off and all that stuff? Mm. Like, was it cool, needed? But- was it needed? Like, we could yeah. just pretend, like, the girl coming out of the grave could have just been the girl from the first movie, you know? We didn't need to see the whole recap. Because it confused people. People were like, oh, I guess it's a remake. I like what you say, though. This is Ash yeah. telling it in his... Like, that That would have been a cool way to finish it. Because that's what I always thought it was. I yeah. always thought it was, like, Ash, like, he survived. He was the final girl. And then he was, like telling everybody what happened and instead of making him out to be like a little bitch like he was in the first one he makes him out to be this like groovy fucking chainsaw hand wheeling sawn off shotgun cunt who battled the de- the deadites through time and space that would have been cool but then how do you tie that in with the army of the du- army of darkness at the end you know like the ending like it it then cuts to like ash at smart Telling one of his co-workers what happened. Yeah, that's why I thought it was that. Yeah, like, if they did that part, that would have been cool. But then, how do you tie that into Ash being taken away to go back to the Middle Ages? Oh, well, because it's like... um, It's just the story that happened as Ash remembers it, but no one, you know, no one believes him. So it could be real, or it could be just like he's completely just making it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you so know what I, I mean? Like, yeah. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I thought that I, I actually think that would have been like the best way to end this story. Like, yeah, and it's just like sitting around. Ash is just telling a story. Yeah, like, 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 the like break room or some shit, putting like, away fucking whatever. Like, okay, imagine this. Like, right at the end of this film, we see Ash being taken away into that time portal. Right. Yeah. When he's being taken away, then have it cut to him talking to someone where he works at Smart. Yeah. And then, like, have him say, and that's where I was taken away into a time portal and I went to another time. And then have, like, that worker go, cool, cool story, Ash, and then walk away. Right? And then Evil Army of, du- Army of Darkness starts with Ash then telling someone else at the store what happened from there. What happens in Army of Darkness? Yeah. I mean, some people wouldn't have liked it. I think it's funny. But. Yeah, like, I don't know, I always took it like, the first movie actually happened, and then, like, you know, actually fiction, actually. Yes, yeah. And then the second one and the third one was just him just telling this fucking elaborate story to feed his fucking ego. It would have tied in well with the TV series as well. 
I know. That's why I thought it was a legit thing. But I guess if you didn't come up with it in your research and stuff, then maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just something I made up in my head. I, I haven't heard anything about that, but I like it. I'm going to go with it. Okay, because that's always kind of the umbrella I'd watch the movie under. It actually kind of fixes problems I have with this film. One, <laughs> one of the problems I have with this film is it's too silly. Yeah. But that kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, it's like he's telling the story and it's like, and Linda died. And I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's always the umbrella. So like, I don't know. Yeah. So anything, anything that's eat, like, and I love hokey shit too. I love his overacting. I love like all the blood and guts and like, yeah, there's, there's, there's little problems. Like there's continuity things and. Yeah, things like that where they're like completely covered in shit, and then there's like some blue shit on them later. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like that kind of stuff. But like, I don't know. I just I love this movie's heart, like the core of the movie. If that makes any sense. A little. I know. I know what you love in films, so I yeah. I see why you love this film. I do. And this was like the. Th- like the first one, like, I, cause I think I watched this before I watched the first one, right? Yes. I watched this in Army of Darkness. Um, and it was just that first time I'd seen anything like this. And then it just, and you know me, man, these are my favorite kind of fucking movies. So it was just like, it was like, I didn't know what I liked before I, before I met this movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so getcha, like, I getcha. Yeah, and um, that's why I devoted my life to Bruce Campbell <laughs> and have continued as a good S. Martin employee since. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. The comedy, the gore, the silliness. It's just that mix of, like, you don't think that you'll you could mix silly comedy and flat out straight up horror. Yeah. Like I'd never seen that mix in my head and I was like, Oh my God, I love this. So this is everything. (laughs) Like it's, it's not, it's not that hokey's 50 comedy horror. Like, Oh, this is a skeleton. It's like, no, the skeleton's there to fucking murder you. Well, you know, in saying that, let me, let me, tell you my history yeah, 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 with this yeah. film. Hit me, man. Hit me. Sorry. So, I remember I remember buying this film the first time. I I, mm. I, I, had, I didn't know what the Evil Dead was at all. And I saw this DVD um, at a store where I was and the cover, the cover was like the poster art, which is just the skull with the eyes, right? And I saw it and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. And I went home and I, and I played it and I, I left a little bit disappointed because, one, there's no fucking skeleton with human eyes, which I was kind of excited to see. Two, I thought it was dumb. I thought it was too hokey for me. No, never. But yeah, it's gone. I just, I, like, I enjoyed scenes from it, but overall, I was like, eh, I'm a little let down. Yeah, like, that, that the hand scenes and all that stuff is cool, but yeah. Um, and I think that's why it kind of put a damper into the Evil Dead for me, the franchise as a whole, because when I first saw it, I was a little let down with it. 
Um, and now coming to now, I I I like it more now, but I still. I feel- I feel like you've gotten more of an appreciation for the gushy, goopy, gory comedy horror stuff that I like now. Yeah, I a do. little, a little bit, but it's still not your bag. No, exactly. Like Dead Alive, like you love that movie. I thought it was great, <laughs> but it's not like my top ten favorite film of all time. You know. <laughs> yeah. Top five for me, for sure. Like, as soon as I watched it, and and you were right, like, 100%, you were just like, you are going to love this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I did. And it was just, yeah, like, this this shit is my bag. It just, it takes every fucking box for me. Like, literally the only thing, it could add a little bit more titties in it. <laughs> yeah. And that's about it for me. And, like, it was, yeah, like, I don't know. Again, everything I do is just going to be, like, me sucking this movie's dick, but... I can totally understand how people are like, it's too campy. It's this humor doesn't hit for me. He's overacting. He's, you know, Mm. like this story doesn't make sense. It's dumb. How does the chainsaw work? Blah, blah, (laughs) blah. Like all that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still squeal when he fucking like busts that chain, the shotgun off and says groovy. Like it's just, it's cool and and now now kind of going away from our thoughts let's actually talk about the movie itself because it's filled with so many iconic moments it's Mm. it's actually a bit more in depth if you look at it like it's it's like spot fest the movie kind of but like if you if you want to go deep with this movie you can like the scene where ash is like like everything's laughing at him. He starts laughing. Like I see that as Ash, like going insane and the mental bust. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, there's all that type of stuff. If you want to break this movie down, you can. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely a movie, like a horror film that you need to see if you want to call yourself a horror fan. Yeah. Because it's one of the big classic films that if you like watch any horror documentary, it's bound to have scenes from this movie, like the whole also, Ash cutting his hand off, how it's shot with like the close up of his face and the blood going on his face. Like that scene there alone is like synonymous with. Even things. even the Raimi shot is used in so many things. Yeah, the zoom in on the thing. Yeah, that's like, right. I'm not, I'm not saying he invented zoom, but. The two iconic shots that, that a lot of movies have ripped off and paid homage to is like um it wasn't it was present in the first one, the the Sam Raimi running with the fucking camera through the woods shot. And the and the like the Sam Raimi snap zoom. Yeah. Like oh, they're just so good. They're so effective. Um, and so many movies have ripped them off. Like it, it just, so many movies have taken like so much from this movie. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Hmm. I mean, where this movie works, it works, but. Go on. I want to hear your criticisms because I'm, I'm totally like, I can't take glasses to this movie. I don't really 
have criticism. It's more just personal feelings to this film. Like, I'm just not as into the schlocky comedy style as you are. So it yeah. just didn't rock my boat as much as it rocked yours. Um, there's also the whole opening that I thought we could have gotten rid of. But then, I mean, the runtime would have been lowered, but still, I think... Like, it's not bad at all. I just think it confused audiences as to where this movie fits. Is it a remake? Is it a sequel? That whole thing. So. Yeah, I just... I took... I always take Evil Dead as its own movie. Like, it's one movie. Yeah. And then these two are the... Like, it goes to Army of Darkness and then the series. For this, for me. Yeah. You know, but... Again, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe that's not how it's intended, but that's that's just how it Yeah, no. Me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, do you want to know some facts about this movie? Sure. Hit me. So, the recap of The Evil Dead includes a shot where the evil force runs through the cabin and rams into Ash, the scene mm-hmm. we're talking about. When this shot was filmed... Bruce Campbell suffered a broken jaw when Sam Raimi, who was operating the camera, crashed into him with a bicycle, or so people were led to believe. This was actually a story concocted by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell as a gag to see how many people would believe it actually happened. <laughs> I love them so much. Um, Sam, if you've like ever watched interviews with Sam Raimi and stuff, he's just the big weirdo nerd. Yeah. I think all filmmakers are. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, which movie? <laughs> like, which, which which mad directors are big widow nerds? Yeah, yeah. Um, I also also should mention that Ted Raimi's in this film too. Do you want to mm-hmm. guess who he is? Oh, you I know. know who he is. Yeah. You, who is he? He's, he's the grandma <laughs> when she's like a deadite. I mean, technically not a grandma because whatever she the didn't have lady. a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's the big fat deadite thing. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, did you? I'm sure that you do know the whole backstory between Sam Raimi, Wes Craven, and this film. No, go on. Okay, so a glove belonging to a Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, can yeah. be seen hanging above the door of the tool shed when Ash carves his girlfriend's head with a chainsaw, and when he's yeah. looking for pages in the late later cellar scenes. Do you know the and whole then, story about this? No, but doesn't that there's. Because it was like the Necronomicon shows up in something? No. You kind of ride wrong object. Basically what happened yeah. is in the Evil Dead, the original Evil Dead, um, I'm sure you noticed that we didn't mention it last week, but there is a poster of Wes Craven's The Hills Have Eyes that's ripped in yeah. the cellar. And Wes Craven used scenes from Army of... Du- um, fuck, Army of Doctors. From Evil e- The Evil Dead in A Nightmare on Elm Street. It can be shown on. It can oh, be seen on the TV okay. as kind of like a thank you. So then yeah, yeah, yeah. they used Freddy's glove in this movie as like your welcome type of thing. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's okay. cool. Hey, um, here's something interesting that I didn't know. Sure. Many scenes were deleted from the movie, and according to official reports, all of them and the original version of the movie are lost. Some of these scenes are Henrietta, yeah. which is like the grandma, the dead, old I lady. Think. Yeah. yeah is in a rocking chair while the professor reads the incarnations. Her demonic mm. eyes are unveiled in the cabin's light. 
Nice. Um, Linda's severed head throwing up black bile on Ash when trapped in the vice, which is why <laughs> black slime suddenly appears around her mouth in the final scene. That makes sense. Linda's severed head extending its long snake-like tongue into Ash's mouth while in the rocking chair. Yeah. An extended take on the blood flow with green and yellow blood. That <laughs> <laughs> that scene. An extended sequence of the half head Ed running into a running after the characters and eventually is chopped to pieces with its body parts flopping on the floor. <laughs> flopping on the floor. Sorry, I'm laughing while reading this, and I keep fucking yeah. up. Uh, a possessed Ash eating a squirrel as he runs after Annie. I, I wish they fucking kept that because I would have loved to have seen that. And the last one was Ash's demonic face morphing back to normal after taking his dead girlfriend's necklace. Oh. Yeah, that would have been cool. I would have liked all that shit. Uh, fans fans of the movie did manage to find a very rare 36-minute work print of the film, which only has very early versions of opening and ending scenes and a few extra shots, including an old, rare TV version of the movie with many alternative and extended scenes, but unfortunately doesn't include all the famous deleted scenes. I want it. Man, so much shit was lost back then. I know. I know, it sucks. Uh, a large demonic head Ash battles in the climax of the film, which the crew nicknamed the Rotting Apple Head. You know, the, the last one. I love that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, was too large and cumbersome for the crew to carry back to California, so it was left in North Carolina and soon disappeared. Its whereabouts were unknown for a number of years until it was found in a Halloween haunted house attraction just outside the original shooting location of Wadesboro, <laughs> North Carolina. That's funny. I'm kind of shocked that they used it for something and didn't like yeah just frame destroy it. it yeah, yeah. Uh, the zombified Henrietta was actually played by Sam Raimi's little brother Ted Raimi mm-hmm. he was forced to wear an extremely heavily full body latex suit with the addition of eye lenses and fake teeth the only body part of Ted's the audience can see is his tongue when his mouth is open the shooting location of Wadesboro, North Carolina was going through a heat wave at the time and a combination oh, of this <laughs> combination of this and the cumbersome soup made the production extremely difficult for Ted Raimi. He would quickly become overheated and profusely sweat in the suit. The special effects team would have would have to pour the liters of sweat out of the suit into styrofoam cups at the end of every shoot. In the climax of the film, the sweat can be seen pouring out of Henrietta's ear when she's flying through the air attacking Annie. Viewers can see it at the bottom of the screen when she turns to Ash and screams. There's a rumor that the effects team somehow used a collected sweat in in a prank on Ted in his last day in the suit. Oh. It just reminds me of the fucking, the, um, the, the, the sweat cocktail in Jackass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yuck, yuck. Um, last fact i got here. The actors were completely blind when they had to wear the contact lenses when they were mm-hmm. playing possessed versions of the characters. The only way they knew how and where to move was through many rehearsals. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like just the fact that they had to go through this like fucking like it's just crazy. like rigorous routine over and over again. Yeah, yeah, right. And um, yeah, and just like completely learn it like blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, 
I should mention too that I completely forgot that Deadite Ash was in this film. I thought he was in the third one. He's and he looks great in this. He, Eve, Evil Ash is in the third one. Ah, uh, okay, that's that's why. That's why. Yeah. I want Deadite I want a figure of Deadite Ash. But I'm sure he's going for fucking hugely expensive. So I won't ever own him. Probably. Uh Anything else you want to bring up about this movie? Uh, nothing I can think of, man. It's just, if you haven't seen it, fucking watch it. It's so good. Look, it might not be for you, but you'll at least enjoy it. I, I, I think I think it's a movie you need to see. If you're listening yeah. to this show, you obviously like horror films, and I think it's one that you need to check out. It's like, it, it's, it's up there with Halloween and The Exorcist and Jaws and The Shining, all these classics. Like, like them or not, it's still a movie you need to see. Yeah, it's so, just... It's my favorite fucking movie of all. My favorite horror movie of all. Actually, I think my favorite movie of all. Yeah, I was going to say, what is your favorite movie ever? If this I don't know. If, if, yeah, if this isn't it, I don't know what is. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah. So you give this a 10 out of 10. Hell yeah. I'm coming in at an 8.5. Yeah, okay. That's fair. So it's, it's pretty much the same score as, as last week's show. Um, but this is, this is, this is the movie where Ash is Ash that we all know and love. Yeah. Like many people forget that the original Ash in the first movie is kind of a bitch. Yeah, a little bit. But (laughs) yeah, this is the one where it's the Ash we know and love. He's like groovy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So good. Yeah. Uh, well, that basically wraps up our review on Evil Dead 2, Dead by mm. Dawn. So, let's jump into our raw review after this quick message. You're listening to the Horror for Dummies podcast. The dumbest horror podcast out there. Become one of the elite by joining our Patreon page. Or dress like a superstar with the official Horror for Dummies shirts available at redbubble.com. Thanks for listening. Now it's time for our raw review. Here we have gone raw. Luffy's got the uh, the the gelatin out, and uh, he's puckering up. So, Luffy, if you want to go first, which one do you gelatin. want to talk about? I want to talk about that spy movie. I can't remember what it's called. The Spine <laughs> of Night, which is the on Shutter. Spine of Night. This is the animation film that I was talking about last week that I didn't get through. So, your thoughts? My thoughts. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. I liked it. I, I genuinely liked it. I gave it a fucking... Um, should score it now? Or? Yeah, go for it. It's your review. I gave it a seven, man. I is, thought it was good. Is it... Because what Fresh Cuts were yeah. talking about was that there was kind of no story. Or it was kind no. of all over the place. 
it's 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 very I don't know. Look, I ain't got shit on fresh cuts. They're much smarter dudes than I am. <laughs> um like I'm not saying they're wrong. But to me, it just felt like it felt like a very segmented story. It was like it's it's a fantasy story over hundreds of years. Or like not hundreds of years, but like over a long period of time, right? Right. So they, and it's all about this like bloom thing that's like magic and deadly and shit. Like you saw all the bloom stuff, right? Like the flower. I don't think I got that far. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all about this like magical flame thing and it like brings power to people and it's kind of like its journey over fucking time. It's, right. it's very fucking higher fantasy stuff, but it's just... I don't even fucking consider it horror, to be real. I was going to ask you that. Like, I... I'll, I'll put it on my horror list because we watched it for the show. Yeah. Um, But I think it's just really gory high fantasy. Yeah, okay. The thing I couldn't do... I, I wasn't a fan of the animation. I, I, I dug the old school feel. Like, it gave me mad nostalgia vibes. Yeah, okay. So, like, it didn't bother me. Like, I loved that kind of, like, old kind of um, heavy metal-y, style thing. I watched heavy metal fucking so many times. Yeah, okay. I was a kid. That, that shit made no sense to me, either. To be real. It just looked cool, you know? Yeah, okay. And you were like, titties. <laughs> <laughs> Drawings of titties. Um, yeah, so it was like... Mad violence. I liked all the voice acting. I had no issue with it. Um, there was one dude who sounded like he recorded in a closet. Um, but other than that, um, it was just a really kind of solid fucking fantasy cartoon to me. Uh, I'd watch it again. I thought it was cool. I liked it. Well, okay. I'd watch a Spine of the Night too. There you so, go. Should, should yeah. I should I pick it back up or? You I think don't think not... you'd like it. You don't think? No. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious to see, but I still think you'd... I don't know. It's, it's got big themes of power and politics and... Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, not, not so much politics, but like, you know, control of people. What is, you know, right and wrong and all that fantasy kind of shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get you. Um... That doesn't so it's like me. who who has the power? Who deserves the power? What power does to people? What you know? All that shit. Where does it belong? Who does it belong to? Etc. Yeah. Etc. Those are the kind of overarching themes that I got from it. Right. Um. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time with it. I'm not rushing to see it again, but I would watch it again. Like if it was just on, I wouldn't turn it off. You know. Okay. So, yeah, I like, uh, I give it a, a, a Zim minus okay. out of 10. So seven minus out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. The Spine of Night. It's on Shutter right now. If Check it out. If, if, if like those old school ultraviolet heavy metal cartoons tickle your pickle and you want to see some dudes get like disemboweled and burnt up and fucking all sorts of fucked up weirdness, um, then check it out. Okay, all right. 
All right, well, I'll go in with my raw review right now. We're going to be talking about a little movie called The Exorcism of God. So this one's from 2022, um, of course. And the story here, and I'll just read the plot summary from IMDb. Yeah, Lord. It, it is, an American priest working in Mexico is possessed during an exorcism and ends up committing a terrible act. 18 years later, the consequences of his sin come back to haunt him, unleashing the greatest battle within. So, this is a movie, quite honestly, that I was going to pass, because the cover art kind of just reeked to... It, to me, it looked like fucking those like those asylum films where it's just utter shit, um, or like some uncorked shit. Yeah, exactly. Just one of those films, one of those bad Amity films that I that aren't worth watching. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I've been hearing nothing but praise about this film. Um, a, a few people have mentioned to me on on Facebook that this is worth a watch. So after that, and I saw the score, it was like it's a five point six on IMDb. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just give it a go. Yeah, I'll if just, it's shit, I'll turn it off. I'll say um before your review, uh, it is skewed negative. <laughs> really? There is, a, there is a, on IMDb. There is the most twenty one percent is uh, one stars. Wow. Okay. All right. Let me let me just say this first. Um, exorcism films are not my favorite. I know okay. some people in the horror community that absolutely love them, but for me, I, I feel like it's kind of a they all kind of do the same thing, and it's a been there, done that kind of thing, right? Hmm? Not this film. Really, this one showed me shit that I've never seen before. Straight up, boobies. Does feature some breasticles, yes. Yeah, hell's yeah. Um, right. not, not heaps, but yeah, you see boobs in it. Two um, boobs in the first five minutes. So yeah, nice. Um, nice. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get people's hopes up with this film. But for me personally, this is one of the best exorcism demon possession films in years. I honestly put this up there with wow. the exorcism of Emily Rose, wow. and I honestly put this up there. With the Exorcist, shit. With the Exorcist, the I'm, I'm not going to say it's better than the Exorcist because it's not. But if you want a film that is near good as the Exorcist, for me, this one did some shit that unnerved me. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. So this film doesn't waste any time. Shit happens in the first five minutes, and it never really lets go. The film as a whole is full on. And even at times, it was kind of rough for me to watch. Like, not scary. Like, it it does have jump scares in it. I never was Mm. scared, like jumping scared. It more just got under my skin a little bit. It creeped me out. Um, I I, I will mention this, though. This movie is going to piss some people off. There is some people that will be offended by this film. Fair um, enough. I'm I'm definitely seeing some of that. <laughs> Stop looking. Stop looking at stills. No, because... no, I'm looking at reviews. I'm, I'm I haven't seen stills or anything. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Don't look at stills. Go into this movie as blind you, you as you can. This? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can. Let me just 
check if you can watch it anywhere. I I, think, I got it. I by, think I might need to borrow it off the internet. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Look, um, I've got to do some borrowing anyway, so I'll I'll add it to the list. <laughs> um, this is a movie that I'm really glad I checked out because okay. it it worked for me. Uh, the story as a whole was really engaging. Um, I was okay. Yeah. It's nowhere at the moment, so to find it, you're going to need to wait or find it by other means. Which I might other means it which, if you want me which, to watch it. Which sucks. I mean, you can wait. I, I think yeah. I'll be. I think I'll be buying this one. To be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. This this one. I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be in my top ten of the year. It's definitely going to be in my top thirty. I will say that. Um, but yeah, this one. This one did some shit that I've never seen before in exorcism films, and it worked for me. And uh, and the ending, uh, I don't want to say it goes with a bang or anything like that, but it's an ending that is satisfying. Mm. So, yeah. I'll leave it at that because I want people to go see this movie, but that movie is called The Exorcism of God. Go and check it out. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. Shit, so, nine yeah. out of ten. Go and check it out because I'm I'm keen to see what other people say about this film. I, I've I went on YouTube to see other people's uh, reviews, and because this is one of the film festival films from last year, a lot of people did reviews last year, and mm-hmm. I heard a lot of people say that this was their favorite film of that film festival. So yeah, I haven't actually heard any negative reviews on this film, but if they're negative for the reason that they're offended. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh some are a lot of them are in Spanish. <laughs> oh, okay, so, yeah. Uh, because it's yeah, it, you do need subtitles for this film. It's not all subtitles, it's mostly English, but there see. are sections where it's Spanish, so mm, Bueno. Yep. Alright. Luffy, it is your turn sure. to talk about Morbius. Uh, here we go okay. that raw review of the week he's talking about Morbius so explain what Morbius is and all that bullshit Morbius is a 2022 movie uh, about a dangerously dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others from suffering his same fate Dr. Michael Morbius attempts a desperate gamble What at first appears to be a radical succession soon reveals itself to be a remedy potentially worse than the disease. It's another Marvel film that's trying to be horror. Look, Morbius was always fucking horror. Morbius is fucking sick. He eats platelets. Um, But like, this. (laughs) Here we go. This was a to me oh room-esque oh oh, oh masterpiece wait. like the room like a Tommy Wiseau I, okay of terrible cinema oh there we go <laughs> you had me there I was like oh which way is he going where is he going you with want, this you want bad CGI everywhere you want nonsensical story all over the place. 
You want Jared Leto just kind of being there? He's just kind of there. All movie. You want vampires that make no sense? Well, that's there too. You you want fucking a couple of the dumbest cops I've ever seen ever. Well, they're there. Like nothing in this movie makes sense when you think about it for more than two seconds. Everything looks bad. Some of the shots are weird and framed so dumb that it's just like, what do you want me to look at? <laughs> and then anytime there's action, they're like, it 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 flip flops between this like. It's going so fast you can't see it and everything has this fucking smoky effect for no reason thing. Right. Like, if you look at the poster and it's got all that, like, smokety thing, that's the whole fucking CGI. Everything is like a smokety. Okay. They're just like... R- running around and like they'll do like this these fights where it's like they'll go like and then they'll be like <laughs> will they slow it down for a second oh okay that's been where he can go like yeah and claw at them or something right it it doesn't it does science really bad I did I did watch it with a doctor technically <laughs> yep <laughs> she was complaining about the science um, we just, but I also had one of the best times I've had at the movies in a long time. Cause it was me and, me and the doctor and then another three cunts who was like, hands down did one of the funniest things to me I've ever seen in my life where she was like, she had soy milk, right? Is this the random person or the doctor? Yeah. Friend? No, the random person, this random girl. And she had another soy milk, and she was just double chugging soy milks. What the fuck? And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) I was like, what universe am I in? I'm like, I never thought I'd see anyone chugging soy milk, let alone doing a soy milk double chug. (laughs) But that's Newtown, I guess. And they were up the front, and they were all making jokes, and then another two cunts wandered in, like, halfway through. I think they were just cinema jumping. And then they were walking in, and the movie finished, and we all applauded. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, we were just... we were just, It was just a laugh riot, man. It was like we were watching the funniest movie ever, and everyone was just ripping shit on it loudly. Like, it was pretty fun. <laughs> so you all, you all came together because this movie was bad, and you had fun because you all knew that it yeah. was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, it was stupid. And he, ba- like, any, like, spoilers, he makes another vampire and they have to fight. And then also, but then it's like, can I spoil? So, uh, like, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe leave spoilers alone for a second. Uh, okay. Uh, but the. Uh... <laughs> it's dumb. Like, it's just <laughs> dumb. It's just fucking stupid. I'll tell you later. An audience... Just... 
download this or wait till it comes out on, on fucking Disney Plus or some sort. It'll, it'll come out. It's a fucking Marvel movie. It'll come out on something. Don't pay any extra money for this. Don't see it at the movies. It's hard to watch. The sound's shitty. The soundtracks are crap. None of the characters make sense. They're all stupid. It's just a bad time. Don't watch it. Two stars. <laughs> wow. Two stars. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, Two I... stars. And I was gen- I'm being generous. Wow. That... Easily. Easily the worst movie of the year. Like, so... I can't think of a worse movie. So... Wait, wait. This or the Requin? This. Because this had money. This is a Sony fucking picture. The Requin was at least... Had no money. Is this is this a Marvel film? Yeah. Is oh, it... uh, hold on, hold on. This, this is a this is a Sony presents Marvel. Let me do this movie. Okay, so it's like Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 It, and it and it's all tied into the Venom verse and the Spider Verse. So bit. so it is going to tie into Spider Man somehow. Very loosely. So will Morbius and Spider Man fight? I don't know. And also spoilers. I can't tell you if they will or they won't. In, in the comics, did Morbius and Spider-Man fight? Yeah, sometimes. Okay, so he is a he is a villain. He is technically a villain, but he's like one of those villains like the lizard where it's like, he goes rogue for a bit, Spider-Man's like, hey, you can't do that, flip, flip. And then he's like, okay, I won't do that. I'm just going to be a scientist who is a vampire. Okay, okay. Is there... Is there... Realistically, is there any horror in it besides the whole... That they're vampires? No. Do you see him attack anything? Yeah. Do you see the attack or is it just cut to... In an M-rated kind of way. Okay, so it cuts to like a next scene. You don't see... Venom needed to be R. This needed to be R. Yep. And they just weren't. Yep. And it was fucking garbage. So there's no violence. You don't see anything. It's just shit. So with me not being a Marvel fan or a superhero fan or anything like that, should yep. I see this? No, no one should see this. Don't watch this. If if you like actively, if you accidentally walk into a mo- like into the movies and you see it's Morbius, turn away. Wow. Don't subject yourself to this garbage. Wow. The only the only thing I kind of liked is is Matt Smith, because he's the Doctor, and I have a massive soft spot for Matt Smith, Doctor. And... But he, he again, was wasted in this movie as well, because it's just bad. Is Matt Smith the fat guy from Little Britain? No, that's um somebody else. Matt okay. Smith is the weird head-looking Doctor from... Like, he was, like, the sixth Doctor, I think. Oh, Doctor Who. The twelfth Doctor? I don't know. He was a number of Doctor. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He was in another movie that we watched. Yeah, he was in, um, he was the bad guy in, uh... Last, last Night in Soho. Last Night in Soho. Oh, okay, that fucking dweeb-looking guy. Wait, yeah, I yeah. Like I, like, I like him. He, the 11th Doctor was sort of close. Okay, okay. I, I liked his Doctor. Eventually. Right. Okay. It I- just... Yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't going to go see this because don't go I, see I, it. I, I still haven't seen Venom because it just it's not my thing. Like, 
I still haven't seen no. the New Mutants. Any time that Marvel go, oh, it's Marvel's attempted horror, I laugh and go, yeah, sure. The, the New Mutants was probably the most horror. Okay. Of the stuff. But, but only because the, the, her whole power is fear. Like, she makes manifestations of fears come true. Oh, so she's Pennywise. Basically. Yeah, but she doesn't do it on purpose. She can't control it. Oh, okay. So she's a shit Pennywise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Two out of ten. I didn't think you were going to go that bad. Wow, okay. What did your doctor friend think of it? One out of ten. Whoa, shit. Okay. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Morbius is a no-go. And that's from a medical doctor. Or a rock doctor. I don't know what she is. Rocket. An astrobiologist. But she's a doctor. Rocket science. A rocket scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well let, let me come in with something interesting and something fun. That I sure. think that people should check out. And I, I usually save this for the um, the extended show. The super... The, the fun show on Patreon. But I, I want to bring this to... I'm like, this boring shit. <laughs> it's called the Super Fun Happy Magical Explosion Show, which I might change its name because it's really confusing. Um, but I spoke last time on that about Creep Show, the TV series on Shudder. Yeah. And this, this, this is a little old now, probably like two years old now, whatever it is. Um, but what it is, it's a TV series. Uh, every episode is two stories. Um, I have watched two episodes now and I am having so much fucking fun with this TV series, man. Yeah, it's um, good. Oh man. Okay. Let me just say this. I'm, I'm what, cause it's like the intro is done in animation and it's kind of following this like comic book feel where it's like the creep show is a comic book in this universe and okay, cool. like it, it pans to like a page and the page has like the story and the story title, and that's like the title of the the, the short. Then it will go into the actual short, which is live action. Um, it's I, I was saying to my wife watching this, I'm like, I feel like a kid discovering horror again, watching this stuff. That's it's just, cool. It's so much fun, man. Like the I watched two episodes the other night. One was about a, a kid with a dollhouse, which was really interesting. I uh, liked where it went. The other one was a werewolf one, which, wow, fucking blew me away. Um, so is this on Shudder, sorry? Yeah, it's on Shudder, yeah. Okay, cool. Creepshow. They're only like, I think they're like 45 minute episodes, but there's two stories, two episodes. So you can watch one episode, which is 20 minutes, like one story, hmm. and then stop it, and then come back and watch the rest of the episode, which is the next story, right? Okay. Um, but the, the werewolf one... Is basically dog soldiers, but awesome. Ooh. <laughs> I, know, I know some people you like, like dog soldiers. I am not the biggest fan, but it's fine. But this one actually did something really cool with war and werewolves. Let's just say that. And this one doesn't shy from gore. Like it's gory as fuck. Um, nice. It's all it's all directed by Greg Nicotero, who, okay. if you know who he is, he's like makeup effects artist, Walking Dead. Heaps oh, okay. of different shit. Massive horror fan. Um, actually called me one day, which was really cool. Called you, called he called you why? He was, he was um, what's it called? Walker Con? It was like a, yeah. wa- a Walking Dead um, convention. convention here in Australia. Um, yeah. Happens everywhere. But it came to Australia once. I couldn't go. Um, our friends Sam and Dan 
went and I told them to go see Greg Nicotero mm. and they walked past his booth and no one was there because he's behind the camera so no one cares, which is yeah. bullshit. And they walked straight up to him and they spoke to him and they said, oh yeah, our friend Tim is a massive fan. He couldn't be here. It was around the time where Mika was born, my youngest daughter, so I couldn't go. Yeah, okay. And Greg Nicotero said, oh, call him. So she did. I didn't answer. I, I wasn't going to answer because I was busy with newborn babies. And my wife answered. And she's like, and because it says on my phone, like her name, my friend Sam. Yeah. And my wife was like, hi. And then there's this American dude on the other end. Hey, is this Tim? I can't do an American accent. <laughs> but um, <Nailed> it. <laughs> my wife's like, uh, no, I'll go get him. And then, yeah. She gave me the phone. I'm like, hello? And he's like, hey, this is Greg Nicotero. And I'm like, I was about to hang up. I'm like, all right, fuck off. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) But then I remembered they're at the actual convention with him. I'm like, oh my fucking God. And yeah, I spoke to him on the phone. That was really cool. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, he's he's done the Creepshow TV series and he's fuck. I'm I'm just in love with it, man. It's just, it's, it's reminding me of why I became a horror fan. Let's just say that. That's awesome. It's just, it's just fun. Yeah, go check him out, man. Creep show on Shutter. It's like my dinner movie that me and my kids sit down and watch too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I'm doing that with that. Is it cake show? <laughs> you and your fucking cooking shows are weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not cooking. They're making cake. Uh, uh, that's baking. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, well, that basically wraps up this week's horror for dummies. Unless you have time. anything more you say. Oh, fine, okay. You want to just no. fuck off, then I'll wrap no, up the I'll show. No, just fucking go, yeah. I fucking hate you. I can't believe you make me do this fucking show every week. Fucking, we hate each other in real life. We don't fucking talk. You just berate me in between shows, telling me to watch things and what a piece of shit I am, screaming at me. Throwing stuff. You finished? I ran out, I ran out of steam with the bit. <laughs> you finished? Yeah, I'm finished. I'm sorry. Shut, shut your bitch ass mouth. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> Please don't yell at me anymore. This concludes the Horror for Dummies podcast for this week. <laughs> we would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us. We are proud members of the Padded Room Podcast Network. And we can be found there on the Padded Room podcast feed, as well as Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. If you want to help this show grow, the best way to do it is giving us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts, or even just share our show on social media. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd under Horror for Dummies, and we would love to hear from you. If you have anything to say, our 200th episode is coming up really soon, and I will play whatever you want to say out loud. Just send us a voice clip on Yeah, record my... a clip and send yeah, it in. Send it. Send it on my personal Facebook group uh, chat thing. You know, the direct messenger thing. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Patreon page open if you want to join that. Go nuts. We've got so much shit on there. It's crazy. Uh, this month, I've got Tim's Top 10 of 1986, where we've got Arnold Schwarzenegger movie which we're doing The Running Man this month. Oh, cool. Just showed, just told Luffy that for the first time. <laughs> Sorry, should have told you that before. That's fine. Um, I guess we're doing The Running Man. We are. We are. 
Uh, and yeah, heaps of other stuff on there. And uh, next month we are doing 31 days of Monster Mayhem. Yes, we are. So, so a review a day for Monster Films. And yeah. Uh, on to next week's show. Next week's show, we have a fun one. Because we're wrapping up our Evil Dead franchise review with Army of Darkness. Yes. And Mini Luffy Ashes. I know what film we're doing for Raw next week. What? We are doing Wormwood Apocalypse. Is that out on streaming services now or something? Not streaming. <laughs> can no, I buy it? You can it? find it. Oh, okay, you can find it. Okay. Yeah, Dang sure. You. I'll watch uh, watch both of them. I haven't seen either. Oh, okay. You're in for a front treat. You like yeah. heavy Australian stuff, don't you? Oh, well, bloody do, mate. <laughs> Yuck. Too uh, bloody right, cunt. <laughs> yeah, so Wormwood Road of the Dead is the first. And um, you can buy this one on Apple TV, Google Play, Microsoft Score, or YouTube. If you yeah, like. I'll buy it. Yeah, I'll do it. But it's not streaming anywhere, unfortunate. Don't but if it's anything like the first people. one, it's uh, going to be great. So it's on Netflix. The first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's about where I was up one. to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know, but I want to watch both. Okay, we'll fucking do that. I'm gonna. Or maybe. I mean, we could do. Wormwood. We could do Wormwood on the episode afterwards and do a double. If you want. Leave it with us. We'll be doing Wormwood <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I don't know when, but yeah. Uh, all right. So that concludes this episode of Horror for Dummies. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back next week. Luffy, Mushroom. Yes. Get fucking... Make like ISIS and let's head off. ISIS? Yeah, you know the fucking terrorist group, you dick. Fuck off. Oh, I thought you meant the fucking post-hardcore band. Or the the post-metal. I I liked them, man. Like, they had an album out, like, around, um, like, in the mid-2000s. I said, DIP!